Rockets MVP next season. Yes, you heard that right. KPJ will be the Rockets' most versatile player. Let's get into it. Yes, you heard that right. Most versatile player. Even with his role shifting from starting point guard to six-man, Porter Jr. will be the Rockets' most versatile weapon next season. The previous three seasons have seen the Rockets and KPJ try one of the hardest things any team and any player can do. That is trying to transform a player who did not play point guard in college, did not play point guard coming into the NBA in his first season. He did transform into a point guard with the Houston Rockets. And like I said, that's one of the most difficult things a player can do in the NBA if you have not been a natural point guard your entire life, if you haven't even played it in college, um, and then trying to come into the NBA and transform into that floor general. That is extremely difficult. And of course, the results have been mixed. Yes, Kevin Porter Jr. has had his down moments, struggling at times to get the ball to players at the right moment, over-dribbling and turnovers. However, he has shown flashes of a player who does have point guard skills and can run an offense. Now, with the signing of Fred Van Vliet, the Rockets have signaled that they will be a new floor leader, but that doesn't mean Porter Jr.'s role on the team has gotten smaller or any less significant. Actually, his role with the team will be larger because the Rockets will be a more competitive team this upcoming season. Here are three reasons why Kevin Porter Jr. will be the Rockets' MVP. Yes, most versatile player. Reason number one, his ability to play multiple positions. Even with the Rockets adding more talent this season, they don't have a lot of players who can play multiple positions at an average or high level. Fred VanVleet can play some shooting guards, and you will see that at times this season, but he's primarily a point guard in this in the Houston Rockets system next season. Although it may change next season, Jalen Green doesn't have good enough uh, handles or court vision yet to play point guard and is not strong enough yet to play small forward. Dylan Brooks, who the Rockets also brought over, can play some small ball four in a crunch, but he's not big enough to play at any, play at any consistent minutes at the uh, power forward position. Of course, Jabari Smith may play some backup center coming next season, um, but he's not fast enough to play at this uh, small forward position on a consistent basis. Alperen Shangun, of course, is the Rockets' starting center, um, but he doesn't provide enough outside shooting or three-point shooting, which may change this upcoming season. But as of right now, he doesn't provide enough shooting to play anything but the center position. That leaves Porter Jr., who can play point guard, of course. He's the Rockets' best shooter. I'll talk a little bit more about that later. And he can also play backup shooting guard at 6'5 or 6'6, depending on the day. Uh, his highest strength helps him also play the small forward position, which he may play a good amount of minutes next season. Uh, the flexibility is crucial for a team who doesn't have a true backup uh, shooting guard. They have a rookie at backup point guard, Naomi Thompson, who, of course, may be great in the future, but he's still going to be a rookie point guard, which is one of the toughest positions you can play in the NBA. Of course, with the departure of Kevin or KJ Martin Jr., there's a hole in the back of small forward. Yes, the Rockets still do have Jay Shante, but as of right now, we really don't know what his role is going to be going forward. Uh, that leaves Kevin Porter Jr. to play some significant minutes, probably at the small forward position, along with the uh, playing backup shooting guard, because the Rockets really don't have a true backup shooting guard, and also some point guard duties. If, for instance, let's say Amon Thompson may be out or he's struggling, they can definitely slide Ken Porter Jr. to play some of the backup minutes behind Fred Van Vliet. Or at times, maybe Fred Van Vliet switches over to a shooting guard and Ken Porter Jr. is your backup point guard. 
that flexibility is something that the Rockets definitely need because they don't have a lot of players like I just mentioned that can play multiple positions. And in today's NBA, you got to have versatile players that can play multiple positions that can give you uh, different aspects of the game that you may not be able to get from other players. And that's what Kevin Porter Jr. brings you with all the things that I just mentioned for the reason number one. Reason number two is his playmaking. Yes, I mentioned earlier, he struggled at times as the primary ball handler, primary facilitator, but now he doesn't have to be that. He can play his position. He won't be the primary facilitator 30, 35 minutes a game. Now he'll be the primary facilitator coming off the bench sometime with Armin Thompson kind of switching roles. He won't have to have that entire burden on his shoulder like he has the past three seasons. So his playmaking is definitely something that helps him be one of the most versatile players uh, on the Rockets because even with the addition of Fred Van Vliet, the Rockets don't have a lot of playmakers on the team. Yes, Alperen Schengen was a great passer, um, but he's not going to be a primary facilitator out on the perimeter. The Rockets don't have a lot of those players. And Kevin Porter Jr., even with his role switching to the bench, he is definitely one of the players that the Rockets will be dependent on along with Fred Van Vliet. In the smaller doses, uh, players like Jalen Green, um, who may take on a little bit more of the ball handling duties, but I don't see him becoming like a big time secondary playmaker. I still think he's going to be more focused on the scoring part on the offensive end. And even though Fair Van Lee has improved as a playmaker, um, I talked to a lot of people in Toronto that covered him and like some of the fans, and they say that he's not a traditional playmaker. So you're not going to come in. He's not going to come in and average 10 assists a game. He's not going to come in and be a Chris Paul type. He's gotten better as a playmaker, but that's still not his primary function or the best thing that he's good at. And so that still leaves the door open for Kevin Hoy Jr. to still kind of share some of those ball handling duties along with Armand Thompson as primary facilitators. And it's good to have a secondary sometimes primary player like uh, Kevin Porter Jr. that in a crunch you can bring in and he can run that point guard duties. And again, I think you'll see a much improved Kevin Porter Jr. because he won't have the full burden of being the only really true ball handler on the team that can get uh, the offense going and be that primary facilitator. Um, So that's definitely something that helps him be the Rockets' most versatile player this upcoming season. Um, Having another good player, experienced point guard, um, whether you know you believe that he was really a point guard or not, he still has that experience as a point guard, something that Armin Thompson will not have next year, no matter how great he possibly can be in the future. He will not have that experience as a point guard. It's definitely a difference between playing point guard in summer league and playing point guard when the games really start to matter. And, and, you know, if you watch basketball long enough, you know the point guard position is the most difficult position for a rookie to come in and play at a very high level. So it's going to be some growing pains with Armin Thompson. So it's good to have a player like a versatile player like Kevin Porter Jr. that can take up some of that slack if Armin Thompson struggles at times or if even Fred Van Vliet struggles at times because we saw instances last year where Fred Van Vliet did struggle at times last year with the Toronto Raptors. So it's definitely good to have a player like Kevin Porter Jr. coming off the bench. Uh, reason number three, the final reason is he's still the Rockets' best shooter. And honestly, it's not even close, even with the additions, because we saw we go back and look at the numbers of Dylan Brooks. He has struggled the last two seasons. He only shot 32 percent from three last year. Um, Fred Van Vliet shot under 40 percent from the field last season, even though he's a high volume three point shooter. 
he still shot the lowest percentage of his career from three-point range last season. Um, maybe Jalen Green steps up. Maybe Jabari Smith steps up. Maybe you see a better season from Alperen Shangun now that he kind of has the green light to take those open threes. But at the end of the day, Kevin Porter Jr. is still the Rockets' best shooter. And if you look at the numbers um, from last season, he was the best shooter from pretty much everywhere on the floor. And with him coming off the bench this season, maybe the Rockets can focus more on giving him more pin downs, uh, more uh, coming off the screens instead of trying to get all his shots in a one-on-one situation, which, yeah, he can get his shots occasionally, but we know from the days of James Harden, and James Harden is one of the best isolation players of all time, we know that's not a uh, recipe for success over a long period of time. Even with the greatness of James Harden, we saw that being able to come off the screens, being able to not have to dribble for 20 seconds to get your shot and being able to get more open shots makes it a lot easier on the offense makes it easier on the player taking a shot and maybe we'll see that next year from Ime uh, who I'm, I'm assuming is going to incorporate that more into the Rockets offense next season especially with Kevin Porter Jr. because his catch and shoot opportunity should have been a lot higher the last two seasons that definitely was one of the failures of um, Coach Silas was he just did not put Kevin Porter Jr. in good enough situations as being the Rockets best shooter um, coming off those catch and shoot opportunities playing more off ball and I think you'll see that definitely increase this next season um, you also have to if you look at the numbers Kevin Porter Jr. was the, of course the Rockets best catch and shoot three point shooter he was a Rockets best corner three point shooter and not to go off into a tangent but this is something Craig Hackman mentioned a lot last season the Rockets definitely did not shoot enough corner threes it's the easiest shot in the NBA the Rockets go look at the advanced numbers they were one of the bottom teams in shooting um, corner threes last season but when they did shoot those corner threes Kevin Porter Jr. was actually number one on the team in corner threes. He was number one on the team in mid-range percentage. He was also the uh, number two player above the break threes. Surprisingly enough, Alfred Shankun was number one. It was on a really low volume, but that was still kind of surprising doing the research for that to see that Alfred Shankun was actually the Rockets' best above the break three-point shooter last season, um, which you know I definitely didn't expect, but maybe you'll see more of that this upcoming season with a new coaching staff um, in play. And I think with his shooting, that also finishing some games because we all know in today's NBA, you need those shooters to help spread the floor throughout the game, especially in crunch time uh, when the defense is actually a lot more focused, a lot more locked in, especially on players like Jalen Green and Fred VanVleet. Um, Ava Alper Shangoon to have their shooter like Kevin Porter Jr. who may get lost in the mix. That's another reason why he is so important for the Rockets' upcoming season and why I think he is the Rockets' most versatile player because he provides a shooting that you, the Rockets didn't add during the offseason. They added some good players, but they didn't add any knockdown shooters. They didn't add any Seth Currys or players like that who you know they're going to shoot 38-40% every single season. The Rockets didn't add that. They added Aaron Holiday, but I just don't know how much he's going to play this upcoming season. So I don't know how much he's really going to factor into the Rockets shooting uh, next season. So a lot of that's going to come down to Kevin Porter Jr. And that's another reason why having a Kevin Porter Jr. on your team next season is going to be a, a huge um going to be a, a, a big difference for him coming off that bench next season. I know a lot of people were down on Kevin Porter Jr. because they just don't believe that he was a point guard, but now 
he's in a better position. He's in a better position to succeed next season. He add all the versatility that I just told you about in the three reasons. There's probably a lot more that I can go through, but for this particular video, I'm going through three reasons why I think that Kevin Porter Jr. can be the Rockets' most versatile player uh, this upcoming season. So that's going to do it for today's episode of Rockets Report. We appreciate everybody that comes by every single day and checks out our episodes. We know it's an offseason right now. We know football's kicking up. We know Astros are, are right in the midst of it right now. So it's not a lot of Rockets news going on right now, but we will continue to bring you content throughout this offseason as we get closer and closer to training camp, which I would definitely plan on being out at, bringing you coverage of our training camp coming up. So make sure you subscribe to the channel, hit that notification. We will continue to bring you Rockets reports. We will continue to bring you player profiles. Uh, the next player profile is probably going to be on Fred Van Vliet. So make sure, again, that you're subscribed to the channel in that notification so that you know the next video coming out because we want to give you more than just podcasts because everybody does podcasts. We want to give you Rockets reports. We want to give you player profiles. And by you hitting that subscribe button, hitting that like button, that definitely makes it a lot easier for us to bring you that content. So again, we appreciate all support and check out the next episode of Rockets Fuel Report. Tonight.